You are listening to WTUZ Radio Podcast. Welcome to WTUZ Radio Podcast. I am your host, Rhonda. All right, so I didn't plan to come back to you this soon, uh, but uh, someone dropped an article. Uh, shout out to my girl, Katari. She dropped an article on Facebook about Amazon. Yow, chow, Amazon is set to reach the $2 trillion mark. So this podcast is titled, Is Amazon an Oligarchy? All right. So uh, before we get started, uh, let's just real quick go over the article. And it's actually from Forbes magazine uh, talking about Amazon becoming an oligarchy and uh, not oligarchy. Child, they they ain't fencing to say that. That's me saying that. Um, Talking about Amazon being a uh, $2 trillion company and um, we'll get into why I feel they are an oligarchy and then I'm just going to Remind the family, okay? So the podcasters, if you don't listen to us via um, the live stream on YouTube, we kind of dropped this information several times there. Uh, So I'm going to go into it again on this podcast on the true powers behind industry, okay? We're going to take it back even a little further to um, refresh folk, refresh folks' memory. So let me do a little bit of technology here for the family. Uh, Chow, you would think, okay, I got it right. Okay, so uh, shout out again to Sis Katari for dropping this. Um, That ain't the right one I want to bring forward. So hold on a second. Nope, that's not the right one. So hold on a second, family. Let me get it because that is not the correct article. Although, if you saw that, you see how they don't pay no taxes. Child, that's just another thing. (laughs) Okay, so here we go. Let me um, do this again. Yeah, y'all see how they don't pay a a $2 trillion company. Don't pay no taxes. Chow. But we're going to get into that. All right. Let me know. I don't want notices from you. Sorry, family. Hold on a second. Okay, here we go. So this is from Forbes magazine. Oh, wow. This was dropped in April of this year. Maybe I should get notices from um, Forbes, honey. My bad, Forbes. You dropped this in April. I bet you uh, reconsider getting them notices from y'all. <laughs> but um, anyhow, says Amazon. I'm sorry, as um, Microsoft nears two trillion market cap, Amazon is most likely to reach that level next. Okay, so Microsoft is also a $2 trillion company, right? We're going to get into it a little deeper about these companies. So it says, as Microsoft's market capitalization nears the stored $2 trillion mark Monday, Amazon is on pace to become the next company to follow, potentially re- reaching the $2 trillion mark next year as it climbs in size at a faster rate than either Apple or Microsoft. Now, sorry, family. I want y'all to take notice 
that these companies reaching these trillion dollar marks are technology companies, okay? So as we move from an oil-based economy, we are going into a highly technology-driven economy. And this is going to be worldwide. That is why I keep telling y'all that the whole concept of the dollar, because you should know, especially if you've been rocking with us with the podcast on the financial series that I have been doing, that the dollar is nicknamed the petrodollar because it is tied to an oil-based economy. And we are leaving. We're literally on the last tail spin of an oil-based economy going to a digital slash AI slash machine learning economy, i.e. technical economy. That is why over the, la over the next five years, we are going to go from paper-based currency to a digital currency. And yes, that includes the dollar, okay? They already have a digital dollar in place. Go look it up. There's already plans to switch to a digital economy, although technically it really is still digital behind the scenes because the amount of zeros and ones that they have in the computer for currency, they do not have an equal amount of paper cash to back that up. But technically, they will end all of paper currency and go to a digital currency, right? I've already talked about, I showed you the evidence of the Fed Reserve, which by the way, Fed Chairman Powell, Sweet Pea, we still waiting on that white paper on the digital currency, beloved. Us tech heads and digital currency folks, or if you want to say cryptocurrency, we've been waiting for um, Sweet Pea, that white paper. Okay, all right, so it's coming. And I'm saying within the next five years, tops could be early as next year. We've been waiting for the feds to release the white paper given the results of the study that they did on making the Federal Reserve, on making the Federal Reserve digital. Was supposed to drop in July, we ain't got it yet, it's September, okay? So, let me get back to the main story. Okay, so, um, Microsoft, Apple, and now Amazon is going, it's at the $2 trillion mark. Now, for those of you that don't know Amazon, please believe Amazon is more than just selling you stuff on the internet as far as from a commerce perspective. Matter of fact, those in tech, you already know this. Amazon actually competes. I'm going to say wink, wink competes, and you'll understand why I say wink, wink when we get a little bit more deeper into this with Microsoft for storage space, and I even want to say Oracle, I even want to say Oracle as well, but definitely Microsoft, Amazon competes with Microsoft with corporate businesses for cloud storage space, OK? 
okay? In the tech world, um, you know it, and I know y'all know this. It's called like their AWS platform, okay? So Amazon is much, 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 much more than just a company that started out selling books. Chow, yeah, we getting old. Remember when Amazon, y'all, used to just sell books? And they knocked, um, that's the dark, Barnes and Noble. Because I stayed in Barnes and Noble, baby, with my legs crossed and my coffee. <laughs> they knocked Barnes and Noble, Nobles and the other book, uh, popular book store, I forget. Essentially put them out of business. That's what Amazon started as, selling books. And then they moved into other products, okay? Now, Amazon is a force to be reckoned with on both sides of the coin. So on the everyday consumer side, so they've moved into market spaces uh, such as, because some people were putting them up against Walmart, okay? And then people were putting them up against like the Costco's and stuff, because when you think of Costco, you think of getting stuff at a great price and buying it in bulk. Uh, you can do the same thing on Amazon. Um, also with uh, Walmart, um, as far as the being price competitive, um, the leg up that Amazon has over Walmart, well, it's many legs up. Um, Amazon, it is easy as a mom and pop business to do business with Amazon, although their payout structure is probably not as fair, uh, but I think it is fairer than Walmart. Anybody that's done business with Walmart, first of all, you have to jump through a lot of hoops, this, that, and the third. And your cut that you get from a profit perspective, Walmart gets the majority of it. But if you are a small entrepreneur because of Walmart's customer base and distribution, um, if your product is hot or deemed sellable, which if they select you, it would be you're going to make out very, very well, okay? Amazon allows the uh, average entrepreneur a much eased process of selling their products, okay? Um, plus, Amazon is so tight with their business model situation. Now, those are just three industries I named. The tech industry with storage, Walmart uh, with products for uh, small business owners and entrepreneurs, so goods and services, household products, and all of that jazz. Remember when Walmart went into buying, uh, making their superstores? So meaning they, they started selling groceries or food. Amazon came right on their heels and they bought Whole Foods, which was a good bet. They bought Whole Foods, which is more upscale, more pricey. We nicknamed Whole Foods Whole Paycheck. <laughs> Nonetheless, they bought it. I wish they would have bought uh, Trader Joe's, but that's all right. Let Trader Joe's stay Trader Joe's. All right, they bought Whole Foods. So they got into the uh, grocery space. Um, they can also compete with Costco with buying stuff in bulk at a decent price. Um, and let's not forget Amazon Prime, baby. That was the game changer for Amazon. So meaning you pay this subscription every year, 
It used to be $99. I think it went up to $125, $128. Yeah, I know. I'm guilty. I'm guilty. I am an Amazon person. Uh, it's either Amazon or small mom and pop when I get the opportunity if they have what I want. Um, but you pay the yearly subscription if you order from, if the item that you're ordering is Prime, you get free shipping. Okay? So that automatically knocked Walmart's model of ordering stuff online. And it almost rendered them dead in the water. They couldn't compete. Okay? As well as, although people still like Costco... But those that like convenience, hey, I'd rather sit online and get what I need, have it delivered to the house for free, and you can even set that up automatically on a monthly basis, your staples or whatever, to be delivered to you. Now, that's the Amazon Prime subscription. So the advantage of that, you get... The movie package. You're like, what? Huh? Yeah. You get access to all of Amazon made uh, movies and some of the old movie subscriptions and stuff that they have licensing for. So which puts them in competition to whom? Netflix. So let's go back over all of the Amazon stuff. Oh, I am missing one. Plus, Bezos is dipping and dabbing into the aerospace market. So let's just go back over what Amazon is dipping and dabbing in. Tech, food slash groceries, Home supplies and goods. Um, allowing small businesses and entrepreneurs to sell their products. Movies. And aerospace. Okay. So actually, Amazon is in a lot more than Apple or Microsoft. Okay. And with the aerospace, uh, that puts Amazon competing on the level of um, uh, Richard Richard um, Branson, the, the Virgin um, Airline man. Okay, so that puts them on that competitive level. All right, so let's continue so just giving you those of you that didn't know that what all amazon is really into as of 2 20 p.m monday remember this is back in april amazon shares were priced at about three thousand four hundred and nine dollars with the market cap of baby 1.729 trillion Child, I remember my sis, she said, my play sister, when she was working at one of those brokerage firms, she remember when Amazon first hit the market. And she took a particular order from uh, this dude. I can't remember if he was a hedge fund or if he was like um, just managing a private trust account for Amazon. And don't quote me. I think she said it was either $25 a share or $100 a share. I can't remember that. Don't quote me for it. I would have to look it up and see what was the uh, IPO on it child she said that the dude told her scrape together some money and buy this stock now she was young y'all young 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 
trying to put a sister up on game. And she said it like went over her head like, shoo. And so now every time, and she's gotten a lot more tech savvy. Because um, her and I talked a lot, talk a lot now, of course. And she's like, oh my God, I forgot you were in tech, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, damn you, woman. We could be multi-millionaires. I damn you, damn you. <laughs> but anyhow. So yes, $3,409 per share with a market cap now of $1.729 trillion, making it the third largest U.S. public company behind Apple and Microsoft. Okay? Y'all already know who Apple is. There's a lot of folks that love Apple. I used to love Apple back when y'all didn't love Apple. <laughs> so when y'all start loving Apple <laughs> and it got really, really popular, it starts sucking. <laughs> Their base technology sucks to me. Got a lot of trinkets and all of that, but I ain't impressed, okay? That's just tech head people. All right, Microsoft, they much more than just that Windows 10, baby, that you see on your desktop. In the tech world, Microsoft got things on lock. They got them coming and going, okay? In a Plus, Microsoft has a lot of governmental contracts. They are heavily embedded with government um, institutions, I am assuming, around the world. Because remember, Microsoft was the first one to bring all of these, what they call the interface or the software windows, the window into the computer to allow you to be able to click those icons to get to stuff. That was Microsoft, y'all. Brought y'all that back in the 80s. Start gaining traction in the 90s. Now, if anybody knows that story on Microsoft, you should know that Bill Gates bought that from an original programmer for dirt cheap, y'all. I mean dirt cheap. I, either it was anywhere from $500 to $10,000. I don't even think it was up to $10,000. So in other words, the base code for what we're calling Windows today was not written by Bill Gates. He bought it. Okay? Hired programmers, and they made it into Windows, okay? At the time, IBM, they also had a Windows-like software, and they were calling it um, OS2 and all that, which is really, which was stands for operating systems, okay? Uh, it was just as user-friendly. Wasn't bad at all, uh, but Microsoft, beat them to the game. It was a lot better. Plus, they were able to make uh, Microsoft Word and Excel a lot more user-friendly. Okay, sorry, I got to take y'all down the back down tech lane. <laughs> All right, so here we go. In a recent research note, Jeffrey's analyst, analyst Brent Theo confirmed his 12-month price target of $4,000 for Amazon, noting shares could jump by 70% over three years, meaning the retailer could reach $2 trillion market cap by early next year, if not sooner, and could reach $3 trillion in size by 2024, yeah. 
Thiel added that his projections for Amazon do not even include potentially meaningful contributions from the company's multi-child billion-dollar opportunities in healthcare. Child, now what they doing in healthcare? Honey, I didn't even know that. Home security. Yeah, I knew they were home security because I think they were teaming up with Ring, honey, now. Um, and I don't know if that program went into play where you could have them uh, give them a separate code to drop your packages right um, inside your doorstep. Um, so I don't know if that went through. Smart home devices and entertainment. Amazon rapid Amazon's rapid ascension reflects the fact that the company has so many growth drivers, yep, and is still in early innings in several categories, right? That's another reason I ran everything down to y'all on all of the spaces that they are into, or industries. Brad Gasworth, chief technology strategist at Wedbush Securities in Los Angeles told Forbes. Gasworth and other analysts think Amazon could top Apple as the most valuable public company in a few years. Absolutely. They did not think. I think he's pretty, pretty accurate. Pretty, pretty accurate. Apple going to have to reinvent something totally new, honey, because that little phone and... um. Tablets, child, you're going to have to come better than that apple. And the watch, I'm just saying. <laughs> apple became the first public U.S. company to reach $2 trillion in market cap in August 2020. Okay, that's y'all buying all them Apple such and so phones for a thousand something dollars. Baby, I wish y'all would. That's just old school cheapness in me. All right. Doubling its value in just two years, although it took Apple 40 years from its 1980s IPO to reach $1 trillion. Amazon first touched the $1 trillion market cap threshold in Jan 2020 after 23 years as a public company. Mm -hmm. Notice the 23 those with the tinfoil hat on, y'all know what I'm saying. Sips water, look to the side. In the event Amazon reaches the $2 trillion market cap later this year on early or early next, it would have taken the company 24 or 25 years from its 1997 IPO to attain the status at a faster pace than Apple. Now remember, 1997, they was just selling books. Remember that? Remember that? Remember, remember, remember? Hmm. Looking at future growth prospects, while some Wall Street analysts are concerned about the departure of Jeff Bezos as Amazon chief, Ben Dunbar, managing partner, uh, Gerber Kowalski, Wealth and Investment Management in Santa Monica, California, told Forbes that the company has leaders that have been with the company for a long time and know how to run the business as Bezos does. Yeah, you better believe it. They've been grooming them for quite some time, honey, uh, to keep this oligarchy going. And we're going to jump over to oligarchy in a minute. Even if regulators force the company to break up, mm -hmm. sips water, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <sighs> so when they talk about breaking the company up, um, that's usually they're, they're going to charge them with being a monopoly, but I say they are oligarchy. We'll get to that. Dunbar pointed out Amazon has amazing separate businesses and a forced breakup can still bode well for a company so dominant 
in so many industries. Pierce Crosby, general manager of TradingView, a stock trading platform, told Forbes that if Amazon is forced by regulators to divest some assets over time, I would bet they've created contingency plans for every regulatory scenario on the horizon. You better believe they have. Cloud computing, see, I told y'all, told y'all. Cloud computing unit, Amazon Web Service, so that's the AWS I was telling y'all about, continues to dominate. No one will ever give up their Amazon Prime subscription. Yep, I surely. And the uh, pandemic has pushed the focus on the convenience. Show did, honey. Show did. And I pre predict that movie theaters, brick and mortar movie theaters, I think they about pretty much done, honey. Them AMCs and them and all that, which AMC ran into uh, huge problems. That's about to go bye-bye. I think you're still going to have theaters, but they're going to be at like the small independent level, which to be honest, it's a better experience unless you want the 3D and all of that crap. And I don't know if, if the little small independent can do it. Um, but I see them not lasting long. Um, during the pandemic, uh, those of us that have like the Disney Plus and the different streaming, streaming services and Prime, stuff wasn't even being released in the theater. They were being released streaming. And it was so convenient. And I personally got so spoiled that now the new stuff coming up, I first thing I do is look to see if it's going to stream on one of those platforms. And then I get a pure attitude <laughs> when they put it back in the theaters. Okay? Because they did one movie like that, and I'm like, oh, y'all going to force me to go? So I said, all right, I'll go this weekend. And honey... The AMC where I'm at, which used to be a nice experience. It was a nice experience. Child, they didn't scale back so much. It was so ghetto. It's, it's just pathetic. I mean, real, real pathetic. So that's going to be the next thing to go. All right. So it says, I want to watch TV. Use my fire, fire stick to watch some Amazon content. I need groceries prime now. Yep, I forgot about the groceries on prime now. I need anything else prime. On top of that, AWS is on a 50 billion plus annual run rate of revenue and is hugely profitable. And advertising spin is just kicking off. Dang, Dunbar told Forbes. What? They don't really even advertise AWS? I know most big companies use it. That's interesting. What to watch for. As Wall Street prepares for Amazon's quarterly earnings release this Thursday, analysts at UBS expect the retailer to demonstrate its multifaceted dominance. With revenues growing by 27.5% in the first quarter, slightly below the 28% surge in the fourth quarter. UBS maintains a buy rating on the stock and a 12-month price tag, uh, a price target of $4,150. That's per share. Contra. While having tech internet stocks concentrate as the biggest public U.S. stocks may pose some risk to investors, Crosby takes a contrary view. The dominance of uh, technology's market cap is a reflection of the potential future values of the sum of the parts, he told Forbes. Today, many companies like Amazon have not achieved their full potential. So y'all peep that. Haven't even achieved their full potential. And so the market is valuing not just their current cash flow statement, 
like they might a more traditional business, but valuing the addressable market for their products. Okay, so in other words, he's saying that he thinks that maybe these uh, stock predictions are already factoring in um, future value. Okay, well, we shall see, okay? All right, so that's just to give you an insight of um, Amazon joining the $2 trillion club. So let me try to find, hold on a second, family. Let me try to find, do y'all realize that what a trillion dollars mean? Let me bring this back up. Hey, here go Wikipedia asking for some money. Y'all didn't kind of burnt me up because you didn't got funny on who you want to let be on it, but you want to beg, beg for somebody's scratch. So I got to think about whether I'm going to donate again. Anyway, the Trillion Dollar Club, macroeconomics. The Trillion Dollar Club is an unofficial classification of the world's major economies with a gross domestic product of more than $1 trillion per year. As of 2017, it included 16 countries. This does not include the pur purchasing power parity, which increases the GDP of many poorer countries. Due to the world financial crisis, South Korea and Australia exited the trillion dollar club as their nominal GDP shrank below one trillion. So y'all see where I'm going with that? So Microsoft, Apple, Amazon, honey, they so big. They're like in their own... um. You can stack them up against nations, right? Okay, so um, just to give you this in content, um, they was just telling you back in uh, 59, 1959, this was the 500 billion economy. That was the U.S. And they give all other countries Okay, so this how long it took the other countries to get to that 500 bill mark. The U.S. had a bill in uh, one, one trillion, my bad, in 69. EU was right behind them. Then Japan. So y'all see where that's going with that? But see how um, that like Italy now... China now, they didn't really get that trillion dollar mark until um, the 90s. Okay, so the, true, two, the, the $2 trillion mark, um, EU and the United States was back in the 70s, uh, Japan in 86, and then the rest of them was like in the 2000s. Okay. So literally, the, my point of showing you this is that Amazon, Microsoft, and Apple pretty much have revenues of world nations' economies. Literally. Okay? So that's why I titled this, Are They an Oligarchy? So let's get into oligarchy. And sorry, um, I hope I'm not making y'all dizzy. I got so many screens open, y'all. Yeah, I'm not still. I got to think about it, uh, Wikipedia. Y'all didn't burnt me up to a crisp. So, oligarchy is a form of power structure in which power rests with a small number of people. These people may or may not be distinguished by one of the several characteristics such as nobility, 
I want y'all to remember this nobility because we fencing a jump into the deeper side of all of this. Fame, wealth, education, or corporate religious, political, or military control. So I would say that Amazon, along with Apple and Microsoft, are oligarchies. Okay. Uh, let's see if I want to read anything else to this. Oh, um, a business group might be described as an oligarchy if it satisfies all of the following conditions. Owners are the largest private owners in the country. It possesses significant political power to promote its own interests. Well, if they are the owners of the largest private, uh, owners are the largest private owners in the country, I'm gonna assume they're going to possess political power to promote its own interests. Owners control multiple businesses, which intensely coordinate their activities. Hmm. Okay, all right. And so you can definitely go into this a little deeper uh, if you want to on kind of the history of oligarchies in different nations. But we fencing to take it deeper than this family. So hold on for me again. Hold on, let me dig the article. So that's that. Now let's get into the meat. Let's get into the meat. Shut some of these windows down. Now those of you that remember when I talked about these folks, always remember this name because this is going to show you, this is a reminder to you on how things are really set up across the world. We talked about this before on the Truth Uncompromised show. On I, I, I want to say at least on two lives, the Pissour family. Okay, this Pasur family, um, let us digress back to the time when former Crown Prince of France, now Daniel Pasur, 1785 to 1860, arrived in America. Daniel married a woman by the name of Susanna Kaiser around 1814. All marriages of this family's bloodline are through all issues of the family to this date. As they say, we keep the marriage in the family. Mm -hmm. Susanna was the sister to one Sarah Kaiser who married a German by the name of John Reed who owned Reed Goldmine and started the gold rush fever in where? The Kalinas. The Pesors were also involved with gold mines. Child, just get ready. Just get ready, baby. We fencing a, we fencing a go deep with them. In Daniel's business years before his death, he was instrumental in inquiring holdings, banks, with vast railroads, his wealth holdings in construction from gold, numerous companies, railway companies, canal companies, tramway companies, companies for manufacturing of railroad engines, railway cars, railway sleeping cars, the Pullman, steam tractors and plows, now known as the International Harvester, Harvester Coat Firearms, Wagons and buggies. Child, shut the front door. 
now known as Cadillac cars. Child, you got to be kidding me. Cadillac, um, wow. Never knew that. That the wagons and buggies dwarfed into the Cadillac brand. Child, pay attention. He owned huge plantations of cotton, tobacco, timber, and corn. He also owned the manufacture of cotton. Eli Whitney of the Cotton Gin. Now remember, blood just came over to the Americas when? 1785. Mm -hmm. Let's continue. Susanna and Daniel had two sons. The firstborn was Adam. Mm -hmm. Adam, huh? And then Jonas. Pick, pick the nails. Look at the nails. Oh, Adam and Jonas. Hmm. Aren't those biblical names? Hmm. You mean from the bloodline of the people that starts with the J, ends with the S? Hmm. Okay. I'm just a conspiracy theorist. With the tinfoil hat on. Let me continue. As sometimes in Adam's young adult life, he was allegedly emmed, bumped off, although we will revisit that later. And all of the family assets were set up to pass to Jonas W. Pesur upon his father Daniel's death. Jonas carried on the family tradition and increased the family holdings to include steamship companies known as United Fruit Company, mining equipment. Hmm. Uh, you mean the mining of Earth's, Mother Earth's precious resources hmm. that they continue to excavate? As they continue terraforming the planet? Hmm. I'm just a conspiracy theorist with the tinfoil hat on. Mining equipment company, aluminum company, Alcoa. Y'all know how big that is. Are y'all understanding what I'm reading to you? Mining companies for coal, iron, copper, gold, and silver. And was the main supplier to the who? To the government for what? Gold and silver. You mean the natural resources of Mother Earth that were excavated as she was terraformed? And that has been happening for thousands of years. And if you read those Sumerian text scripts, about 400,000 years, hmm, I'm just the conspiracy, the conspiracy, the conspiracy theorist with the tinfoil hat on. They started the meat processing company, now known as Amar, that the nasty-ass lunch meat. <laughs> lunch meat <laughs> and company. And started the cattle and stock yards across America at the railroad yards. That's quite a bit, family. So... You're trying to convince moi. You're trying to convince moi. You're trying to convince moi that blood, Daniel Pesur, came over here, but it did say back to the time when the former crown prince of France, now, blah, 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 arrived in America. He couldn't have possibly been just a regular old businessman. 
not coming through the door swinging and bawling like this, baby. No, he was tied to the what? To the crown of what? France. Who came out of France to the Americas hitting them Virginia shores going to the Carolinas setting up banking setting up religion and then propagating across the Americas Huh, who was that? Would that be the Huggernauts? Huh? Would that be whom that is? Would that be them, they people? They people, them. But this is Big Daddy right here, Daniel Pesor. It's Big Daddy sent over by whom? We could only assume the king of France, the king of France. So if you want to understand where he got his bankroll, his Skrilla, to come to the America's big balling, that's how. And they even, once again, remind us, baby, that you have to be in the what? What you have to be in to big ball, you have to be in the family bloodline. But I'm just a conspiracy theorist with the tinfoil hat on. Let's continue. Now, his son Jonah, named after blood in the Bible... Wasn't he the one that got stuck in the whale's belly, supposedly and allegedly? But I shall continue on. Aren't the Huggadots, the J's, start with the J, end with the S? But I'm just a conspiracy theorist with the tinfoil hat on. Let's keep going. Civil War. While the Pesurs were busy buying what? Child, let me sip my water. As this other um, blogger used to say, I hope that woman is okay. I know she was sickly. She's a Southern belle. I don't see her around anymore. But she used to have me rolling. Because she had a phrase when she ran across some information that was, I say, blow my wig back or blow my locks back, she would do it the Southern way. But she had a little song with it, and I just loved it. I hope that sis is doing okay. She would say, Child, let me clutch my pearls and gather myself. So shout out to that sister. I hope you okay, sweet pea. So now you say what now? They was doing what during the Civil War? Buying property. The union government was actively seizing all property and public records. Mm -hmm. The reason for this search and seizure was to find out who owned what property so it, the government, could seize more property. Child. Clutching pearls. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Civil War was not what you all think that it was about. And information is starting to come out about it. Uh, check out um, Kui Mail on YouTube. Uh, he dropped a Civil War, I think he dropped two by now. I'm behind. So that's K-U-R-I-M-E-O. Uh, check out Legendary Top Cats. He may have pulled it off of YouTube, and you might have to go to his um, 
university website, Big Chief University. Um, I think. Check out those brothers. They're giving you the behind the scenes information on what the Civil War was about, really about, who was involved. Child, let's continue. All of the public records were seized from each county courthouse in every Confederate state and taken to where? Bradford, North Carolina. Now let's just recap. Whom came to the Carolinas from France? The who? The Huguenots, who are really the J's, starts with the J, ends with an S. And if you are really up on your game, they weren't Caucasian. They were melanated. Check out those two brothers that I mentioned. They drop the receipts. So now you say what now? They seized from each county courthouse in every Confederate state and taken to Bradford, North Carolina, where they were meticulously studied. Some of them totally rewritten, thence to be returned to their original places if they had not been destroyed at a later date. So, uh, indigenous people of the Americas, y'all see why it is so hard to trace land that Big Mama and Papa Num said they owned that tribal land. So you're talking about the takeover to the takeover to the takeover. So the indigenous people of America didn't really mark out land like the Europeans, specifically the black Europeans would mark land. So the black Europeans, the early ones, came over marking land and all that. Cutting deals with some of the indigenous American tribes. Some of the indigenous American tribes wasn't with that mess. Wars broke on out. Then you had the indentured servants i.e. what they are calling slavery. So you had some of them melanated people, black Europeans, some of them indigenous Indian folk, black folk. Then you had Caucasian white folks as indentured servants. Everybody's vying for their position for a piece of land or they change that they was promised or to get up out of these indentured servant contracts. Hence, confederations were formed. Civil war happened. But in the meantime, you means to tell me that the pay stores was buying up land and they were snatching up, the government was snatching up records. This information was found out after I was doing research in the Southern courthouses. I couldn't figure out how the same handwriting kept showing up in all these different record books all across the South in different states on the same date. Let me say that for the slow MFers.
in the back. This information was found out after I was doing research in the Southern courthouses. I couldn't figure out how the same handwriting kept showing up in all these different record books all across the South in different states on the same dates. Boom. So indigenous people of the Americas, if you're having problems tracking back that family land, do you understand why? <laughs>